We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay with the hat? You love it. It was a great night. It was a great night. I lost my voice. Except for that halftime, right? Iggy is... You, did you see my tweet? Yeah, yeah, Yo, all right. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't... It's, it's All these legendary New York artists. Yo, you literally took the words out of my mouth. Like, what are we doing, bro? Bro, I, we, I was sitting there with the people around me, and we were just rattling off names of artists that would have been better than this. Yeah. From Jada to Fab to to Mano to and I don't, like yo I don't even know what these artists are even doing anymore yo, and, I, and it would have been way better. Hold on, how do you not have Jada Kiss? How do you not have Dipset d- d- after they had that? There, you know when they did that half not at halftime that the hype video style, the hype video they went on like that winning streak. Yeah, how do you not have them open it up? It just it just didn't make any sense. Yo, Dolan, be better, bro. It didn't make any sense. The only thing I could think of is like she's maybe performing. Locally, because that's how the booking agency game works. If you're performing, okay, put me on. So, say she's performing in New York this weekend, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe like I'm not sure, Friday night, Saturday night, whatever. Her team knows that she's in New York City to help sell tickets. Well, it's more so okay, Iggy's in New York already, so she'll do this performance at a discount because she's already in the city performing the next day, or you know. You know, the artists will do a Friday at a discount because they're going to be in that city on a Saturday. It makes sense. You know, I'm thinking of all the times that you'll watch, like, um, before UFC pay-per-view, they'll mm-hmm. do UFC Embedded. They do, like, a six-part mini, eight to 12-minute YouTube video documenting every day of fight week. Okay. With the exception being, like, Saturday. So it goes all the way to the final sh- um, stare-down. After the weigh-ins, the ceremonial weigh-ins where it's like John Anik and Rogan. And they always show when they're in Houston, it'll be one of the fighters at a Rockets game. They'll come out, they'll take a jump shot, or they'll hold up a jersey. And then... They're in the city they're already. They're in the city, yeah. so why not? And, and those guys, I'm not sure if they're getting paid or not, but I'm sure Iggy <clears throat> got paid for last night. And so it's like, 
oh, she, her usual rate is, this is just an example, 15K to perform. She'll do it for eight. Got it. You don't, she don't have to travel there. She's already there. She probably already has the hotel situation. You know what I mean? Her 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 dancers are there. Like, you know, all of the things are kind of aligned for her to, you know, okay, cool. I'll take this one at a discount. It, it, you know, it's easier. It's it's easy for me right now. Right, more convenient. That's the yeah. Town. That's the only thing I could think of. But we were literally rattling off like twelve names. Dude, that had to be one of the best games to go to. It was unreal. Um, I I texted you and I was joking around. I said, "Did you know you bet on the wrong Celtic to win MVP?" Hold on, not just you. <laughs> My buddy Ty hit me up. <laughs> Dylan hit me up. Dunbar and Josh in the group chat. Wrong Celtic. Rune in the Discord shouts to Rune. Wrong Celtic. I'm like, of course, this is what happens. But hold on, RJ had a lot. a lot to do with that. Yeah, he uh, he did a great job. He wasn't hitting his bat. He wasn't hitting his shots earlier on in the game. No big deal, you know. Like Tibbs always says, he says it about a lot of players, but RJ specifically. If your shots aren't falling, you can still impact the game in other ways. You can set guys up. You can play great defense. Whatever the case is, and RJ did exactly that. And you know, I was really excited about. I mean, look, I loved Reggie Bullock. He was a great. He he was a good defender, right? And he mm-hmm. was a good catch and shoot guy. But that's really all he did. He would stand in a corner, and he could just catch and shoot, and that's all he really did. Right. Where, where, and he was a good defender. RJ could do so much more. And you're not. I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying now RJ is guarding your prime defend your 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 prime scorer, but you're getting so much more out of that guy as well. So I mean, and then you know Jalen Brown's going off. You know they put RJ's on him a little bit in the second half. Cools off a little bit. And then they put him back on Tatum at the end of the game. And, and I think if you saw at the end of the first overtime, Tatum had a chance to win it, and RJ completely locked him up. So um, love what I saw out of RJ, not just on the defensive side, but him not hitting his shots early on, no big deal. 16 points in the second half alone, or 14 points in the second half. He alone. got all his buckets in the second half. Yeah, though. so, I mean. Yo, you know who, if, he, if, if we could get anything out of Toppin? Anything. I know, but yesterday was... I don't want to overreact too much, but that was nice to see him out there when the game was on the line. Yeah. And his swag gets the crowd going. He's exciting. He's explosive. He's a spark plug. What's great about Obi this year is now they're able to play him with Randall at the same time. Last year, they couldn't do it for whatever reason. Now, Obi and Randall are playing at the same time. You know, Randall could ball handle, Randall could, you know, create shots on his own. But now you can see Obi rim running, rim running with with Randall on the court. It's just it's unbelievable. And you know he put in a lot of work in the offseason. He was part of the Team USA select. Him yeah. and quickly they weren't on the team, but they were part of the group practicing with the yeah, team. Yeah, they would scrimmage with those guys. So right. great, great, um, great experience there. Killed it in the summer league. Was first team all summer league. And you know he's taking that next step. And look, to be fair, you know the last year was so crazy. No preseason, right? Limited pre or limited preseason. No off, like all of the chips were stacked. All of the cards yeah. were stacked against them. So it's just great to see, man. Um, a lot of positives. What would you What would you describe the garden atmosphere like? Because watching it, it seemed as if every bucket that felt like a playoff game. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that if we if we see them in the playoffs in some right. Capacity. But the atmosphere from the crowd, it really resonated with people watching at home. I, it it felt like it was Hawks Knicks. I don't. I can't recall if the playoffs were full capacity because I, I'm not sure if we were dealing with the COVID 
uh, um, uh, limit, l- limited seats, you know, limited participants. In I, the crowd. Th- I think you're onto something. I'm pretty sure that's when you had to either be vaccinated or show the negative, show the negative between between 72 hours of yeah. kickoff. And even so, they had it spread out, spread out. So this I remember was, there yeah. were photos of the vaccinated section and it was pumping. And then the unvaxes. It looks like upper deck at at a city field. Yeah, yeah, kind of like quiet, quiet, yeah. just scattered throughout. It, it was unreal in there. I mean, it, it, it was it was packed. It, it felt absolutely packed. Everyone was standing up during crucial moments of the game. Like it was just a great environment. You know, a couple Celtics fans there giving them shit. Mm. It was a good. It was a good crowd and. Uh, Double overtime game. Yeah, it's crazy. Forty-eight, I think, thirty-five points. Thirty-two, most ever for a Nick debut. Yeah, it was funny. I saw uh, Bill Simmons was like, "Look at Evan Fournier killing the Celtics once again." He because he had a rough stint with the Celtics. He got, when he got COVID away. last year during the season yeah. when he was and 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 you know and 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 the Boston people have been outspoken about Kemba and Kemba wasn't great last night, but he still showed you what he could do. He could create shots. He can get guys open as well and. The Fournier thing is huge because I don't want to talk about Reggie Bullock again, but the truth is Fournier replaced Reggie Bullock. Not He's not guarding your number one scorer, but he took his spot on the court. Mm. He can shot create. He can get other guys involved in addition to scoring 35 points. If, if we have Reggie Bullock instead of Evan Fournier, we don't win that game last night. Simple yeah. as that. And so the plan that they put in place during the offseason, granted <clears> it's <throat> one game, but it, it clearly showed that it, it, it worked. So... We, us two, didn't get a chance to talk about the NBA from a preview perspective because our schedules couldn't match up. What, give me some takes, some predictions from this season from you. Because on my end, I've said everything that I wanted to say. Yeah. There's the, the East episode, if you haven't heard that. We had uh, our buddy Dylan and Jarrell Harris from Sports Illustrated on the show. Broke down the East. And then I had Dunbar and, and Chris for the West also. Go and check those out if you haven't. Give me some thoughts. Takes. Give me some takes, bro. I'm surprised that the Bucks are plus 900 to win the finals. Mm. They bring everyone back. Except for Tucker. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think he, like, I, I don't think he was a massive piece last year. He, they would just throw him on guys to, like, draw fouls. Mm. I, don't, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think the Tucker is a make or break right. at all. I thought I would. I would imagine Bobby Portis is much more important than PJ Tucker. Yeah, I would <laughs> agree. Saying and, and I would agree. However, I I think he was. I described him as a pest. Yeah, he's just an annoying dude. He's the guy at the gym that just goes too hard. Fuck! Why do I got to deal with him again? Absolutely, you know? absolutely. He's a pest. You rather have him on your team because now you know it's going to be a comfortable day from you. I think he can be. I think he's replaceable. Which is fair, yeah. We're Granted, not talking about a max yeah, guy here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think he's replaceable. So you bring everyone back. Giannis literally comes into his own in the finals. Mm-hmm. 50 nugget at the end. They have a great system. Everyone's comfortable in their role. Everyone knows what their role is. I understand the infatuation with Brooklyn. I do. I get it. But I'm just saying from a betting perspective to see the Bucks at plus 900, I think that's a little off. So I'm just, I guess I'm a little higher. I'm a little bit higher on the Bucks and... They're probably the most slept on and disrespected reigning champion. And you got to remove the, the Raptors from this conversation because Kawhi wasn't there the next year. Right. So just think about it from that perspective. I, I, I just think people are sleeping on the Bucks. It seems as if this entire NBA season, people who are defending anything are being disrespected. What I mean by that, Jokic, 
worst odds of any reigning MVP, meaning he's not a favorite. He's not a top five favorite. He's the ninth favorite, right? Bucks, they won the title. They're not the favorite. A lot of people are saying, oh, if Kyrie wasn't hurt, if James Harden was fully healthy, you don't get by the Nets, etc. Suns, you only made it to the finals because you didn't have to go through a healthy Lakers team. AD goes down. You didn't have to play a Jamal Murray-led Nuggets team with Jokic and Porter Jr. And Aaron Gordon. You didn't have to go through Kawhi because he gets hurt. Yeah. So you have all the defending Western Conference champion, the Eastern Conference champion, and the MVP all have been disrespected. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I wanted to talk about something else in the East. I have a couple things. Well, You want to stay on the East? Mm -hmm. Um, The Ben Simmons piece? Yeah, that's what I was uh, referring to. I mean, he's... he's, Real quick, real quick. Is he is he even worth it? Like, are you that good that I'm willing to put up with your bullshit? Well, they're not. I'm talking about him in particular, not the team. Oh, I think I think this will all be settled and fine once he once he's somewhere else. I wouldn't want to deal with him. I don't think he's. It's not if Giannis is doing that. I would bend the knee to him, right? If it's James Harden. Yeah, I don't think he's. Uh, I mean, we'll agree to we'll, we'll agree to disagree because I think, I in my opinion, Ben Simmons is probably the best defender in the NBA. Yeah, in he, terms of you, he's he's matchup proof, right? And he's versatile. Uh, he could take a guard and a forward and a big. And he's been put in a situation where I think he's kind of been held back a little bit. Like Joel Embiid op- occupies the space on the floor where Ben Simmons needs to thrive in a sense. You know, like again, I'm not saying if you put. I think if you put Ben Simmons in a Bucks situation with a stretched big, a center that can shoot, you know the sky's the limit. I think he needs to go to a a a, a, a Kings or a, a team where he can, or maybe in Indiana. I mean, that's not really a great example, but a team where he can be the, one of the main guys. Yeah, Jarrell was all over. He said that his dream landing spot for Simmons would be the Pacers. Yeah, and you probably you know you give up Brogdon and maybe a pick, and I think both sides are okay with that. You know, because Brogdon's no slouch, and he fits well with Embiid. So I think that would be great. But to me, Daryl Morey and Elton Brand and Doc Rivers, they're waiting. They're waiting to see what happens with Dame Lillard. Mm. That's the number one, you know, pie in the sky right now, I think, for the entire, you know, for the entire NBA, obviously, is he hasn't demanded the trade yet. You know, I, I think it's just they're trying to see what happens there. And the unique thing about Ben Simmons is, Think about the last two superstars to demand the trade. AD wanted out of New Orleans because they sucked. Where did he go? The Lakers. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. Jimmy Butler. He wanted out of Minnesota. He wound up, I think, going to Philly that year, right? Am I bugging? From Minnesota? To yeah, Philly, he went right? to Philly, yeah. Anyway, went to a good situation. This is a unique unique scenario where Ben Simmons who, who wants to leave a, a, a championship-caliber team. I think that's the most unique part about this whole thing, and that's why it makes the trade even more confusing and, 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 and tough for the Sixers because they want something for the now, and they want something for the later, and it's putting them in a really tough situation. But again, I think it's they're waiting to see what happens with, 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 with Dame Lillard. Yeah, the thing that I was getting at is I don't know if he's worthy of the headache. 
But I don't think he'll be a headache once he goes somewhere. You think this is very similar to those guys that you mentioned as far as I'm doing this to get out? I think it's clear that both of those organizations... Well, granted, look, Philly's a good organization. I was just going to say both of those situations. Minnesota, uh, uh, Minnesota has been a dumpster fire, and so has New Orleans. New Orleans may move. They may, they may get, make it up and bounce to another city. So it's, 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 it's I don't know what to say, man. I, I think once he lands somewhere else, he'll be fine. And I, I don't think this, and I think we won't hear about it ever again. He'll be happy. You know, it's tough, man. They pulled a 180 on him. Like, granted, he's not doing a good job. He should have been showing up to begin with. In the NFL, you hold out. In the NBA, you show up and you don't play well. Look at, look at Harden. You can't find me for playing like shit. You got to just show up. Don't be a dick. Like, I think that's where he's fucking up, where he's kind of being immature about it. If he just handled this as a more... Yeah, as when a, he shows up with his phone with him. Well, and, I think that, that wasn't his phone. That was m misreported. That was actually another jersey. He had, like, another jersey in his pocket. Like a practice... Uh, another jersey or something. That was still, like some, some... Oh, dude. No, no, no. You're yeah. showing up and no, no. He did it the wrong way. But, I mean, look. Some of these other guys didn't do it the greatest either. Like, look at Harden. Granted, they're not the same player, but... Uh, Harden supposedly showed up overweight. and He couldn't hit a shot that yeah. early in that season. They want him trading. So... Yeah, and then he shows up to the Nets and he looks 25 pounds thinner and... It's weird, man. It's weird. What else did you want to you, you wanted to touch on that opening night game between the Warriors and the Lakers. Well, yeah. I cut just I don't want to over well, I yeah. I had said on the preview to me there's there's three big subplots to this season. Number one, it's Kyrie Irving. Yep. Because if he shows up on the Nets tomorrow, they're they're chasing history in the sense where I think they might lose two games throughout the playoffs. Like, they'll be that dominant. And it was looking like that prior to him getting hurt. That's number one. Number two is the Ben Simmons. Yeah. And number three is I want to see what the Warriors are going to be about when Clay comes back. Because after what they did to the Lakers, and those young guys I had to play last year, like Jordan Poole is the big popular sixth man of the year candidate. Most improved kind of thing. He's one of the favorites in both of those categories. Get what is Clay gonna look like? Because Clay Thompson, because he's such a good shooter, I feel as if he can play long into his career, like Ray Allen, mm -hmm. right? However, these are two devastating injuries, and we just haven't seen this dude in two years. Yeah. Since since the NBA Finals with the Raptors was the last time we saw him play. The good thing is the Warriors guys have been playing without him for two years. They've been involved in the system for they, they, these young guys: Juan Toscano, uh, Poole, uh, Damian Lee. All of these guys have been around now almost for two years. They've went through the twenty-win season, the shitbag year last year. What play-in game? Mm -hmm. These guys, you know, Kerr's system is not easy. It's it's all predicated on ball movement, right? You got to kind of get used to that. You got to learn the system. And I think, I mean, I think opening night, these guys are hit, these guys are finding wide open shots. Steph's gravity is so strong. He everyone has, has to pay attention to where Steph is. These guys are gonna get wide open shots, and and they clearly did, and they knocked her down. Like I love Bielitsa. He sat on the bench in Miami. I don't know why. I love that move. So, you know. If you if you pass the ball, you move. You'll find open shots and layups in the, in the, in that Kerr offense. And 
again, when you have a guy like Steph, we draw so much attention, you don't necessarily need, you know, all of these amazing pieces. They've done it with amazing pieces. And now I think they're able to do it with some guys that are seasoned in their system. And then you bring a clay back and, and who knows? So my thing is, because I agree with what you're saying, I'm imagining adding clay into the fold because this isn't also a guy who's super selfish. He's very team first. Remember the those games where he would have eleven dribbles, yeah, or, or eight dribbles. He doesn't need the ball. He doesn't need it, and you just add him into the mix. I think they're the biggest wild card in the whole Western Conference because look, for as much as we like their roster right now, if they don't have Clay, what is their ceiling? A seven game series in the opening round? No, I mean you're I would... not picking them against the Nuggets at full strength or, or... without Malt Murray. I'm saying at oh, full, full strength. strength. Okay, okay, right. You're not picking against you're not gonna take the Suns. I mean, you're gonna take the Suns, Suns against some of the Lakers. Yeah. So and maybe if Curry has one of those crazy six game stretches. But for the most part, you can't win a title with them. You throw Clay into this mix. Different story. Yeah. Now you're looking at a team that can win the West. Yeah. It's 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 night and day though, that offense. If you watched over the last year and a half or so, it's they pass the ball to Steph and just watch. Now, guys are moving without the ball. They're finding open spots. They're getting open shots. They're getting open layups. You know, it's, it's a testament to the offense and, again, how much attention Steph gets. And so, um, I don't think <laughs> – I, I think the late and, – and I guess well, I want to talk about the Lakers too in a second. But I think the Lakers are better than what they showed. Yeah, man. But, and I don't want to gonna... overreact to one game. But I think the Warriors are as good as they showed. Fire. I like that. I think the Lakers underachieved that game, and I think the Warriors are. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just as good as they performed. The last thing I want to mention to you before we talk some NFL stuff. Aiton not getting the max. That's a problem. Didn't I come on this show? Was it oh during the NBA playoffs or before that? And I said the owner was cheap. Yeah. Didn't I say that? Yeah. Dude, there was He's a, a penny pincher. There, <laughs> there was a famous video of them at some the old lady. The old lady. She saying, roasted him. Yeah, like yo, spend some money, keep the guys. Or, well, yeah, because they were trying to get the public to fund the stadium, yeah. the arena, and she's absolutely correct. Look, it's a different story if it's a great team, right? You're employing a bunch of people in the city. It's a good team. It's a good product, right? It's a different story. You can maybe ask for some taxpayer dollars. But if it's a, 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 a terribly run franchise, 
over and over and over again. Why should any of these locals help yeah. pay for any of it? And this was at a time, maybe three, four years ago, we're talking about. Booker was on the team, but Booker was always a good stats, bad team guy, mm-hmm. right? He a only 70 flirted, point game or whatever. Right. And But they went like 27 games. Yeah, no. That's when this video had surfaced. Yeah. Yeah, he's cheap. Uh, Don't be cheap, bro. That's a vacation rule. So I have a little story here, and I want to give a shout-out to Amin Al-Hassan, who um, used to be on The Jump. He used to be on ESPN. Now he's, he rides with my guy, Lebitar. Um, and he was the assistant director of basketball operations for the Suns for about six years. And he brought up a story. It was like 2008, 2009, when Steve Kerr was the GM. It was the year before... Two years before the supposed lockout year. You remember that? It was like yeah, 2009. Yeah, yeah. Going into that season, they were like a 6-7 seed. Kerr goes to the owner, right? They had just fired Terry Stotts, and they were about to hire Alvin Gentry. So now they're paying two coaches. Keep in mind, this guy's cheap, right? So Kerr's like, I would like to give these guys extensions because it's tough to play. You know, with the idea that you don't have a contract going into um, our lockout. And the owner goes, you know, I'm already paying another coach. Do me a favor. Show me something on the court this year. And and and, and we'll get these guys extended. Kerr says, that's fair. Considering I just fired a coach that I wanted to hire. You know, and now you're paying another coach. I get it. So, going to the season, they were the third seed in the West, 50-plus wins, conference finals. I don't know if you remember this year. They were like, the, that was the year the Ron Artest elbow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, successful season through and through, right? Considering they were supposed to be like a bottom half of the Western Conference. They wind up being the, the three seed. Long story short, Kerr goes into the offseason meeting with the owner, Sarver, and he goes, we le- clearly overperformed. We're a three seed, 50-plus wins, conference finals. We weren't supposed to do this. He goes, let's 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 pay the guys. Let's extend our guys. And Sarver says, nah, what are they going to do? Quit? I'm not going to do it. And that's when Kerr quit and he resigned from as GM of the Suns and then he wanted to become a coach. Anyway, that's a really long-winded story of saying this guy's an asshole, he's a scumbag, and he's cheap. And I mentioned it last year. Like I didn't even know if, if Chris Paul was going to get the extension. He wound up getting it, and it's clear that they're going to penny pinch for Aiton. Um, Aiton... They offered him 120 million over four. He wanted 171. There's about a 50 million dollar difference there. Um, Chris Paul's really known to make a big man look good, and Mikael Bridges just signed for 90 million dollars, which is a discount. So you'd hope they get the deal done, um, and it's clear that he's needed. You know, center's a big position for that team <laughs> in the finals and in the playoffs. When it, remember when Saric got hurt? Yeah. Frank Kaminsky, they lost the finals because of Frank Kaminsky. The second that guy was on the court, they were getting cooked. Mm. So I just think, I hope it gets done. Aiton's super valuable to them. Dude. Yeah. Because he's also versatile, too. Yeah. And he's still young. Yeah. I mean, obviously. It's like first first contract. And also, the last thing you would want to do, especially when you see how Trey Young has taken that next step, and now Luka, Luka's the top five guy in the league. You took him first. So it's like, you can't let this guy walk or even treat him. Yeah, why are you doing this? Yeah, you're only going to make it worse on your end. And it, and like, and Amin was saying this too. He goes like, the owner probably thinks this is like good business practice, right? Like, he probably thinks as like a businessman, this is what you're supposed to do. Mm. It's just such a bad look. 
Yeah. Like, you're known as the owner who's cheap. I don't know. You never want to be that guy. Yeah. You never want to be known in your group of friends as a dude that, man, we're going to have to pay extra because he don't like cover and his end of the bill, right? Like, me, when, when I go out with my buddies and we go out, it's gotten to a point now where, hey, man, let's just split the bill eight ways, nine ways, four ways, whatever. I'm not doing the, oh, you had a burger and fries. Your stuff was $17. I'm going to give 23 You get what I'm saying? Yeah, just, yeah. Well, just divide it up equally. Yeah. It's right? We're it adults day. now. Yeah. And you'd think these and are, these think, are, this is an owner. Right. Yeah. Professional sports team owner. Um, so, you know, that Steve Kerr story is crazy. Uh, and it's, you know. All I got to say is Frank Kaminsky, bro. <laughs> that's what you got. That's, that's your depth. I don't yeah. even know if he's on the team anymore, but it was clear as day that, you know, this is a must need. And look, you got, again, you got Bridges at a discount. You know, if he hits the open market, he's clearly getting over $100 million and he signed for 90. So I think, come on, man. You know, you finally, you finally turned it around in Phoenix. Kaminsky's still on the roster, by the way. He might as well not be. <laughs> I want to, I want to pivot over to football. Because I want to have this conversation. I want to lead with the Chiefs and Titans game. I think this game is massive. It's not really the game of the week for me, okay. but it's up there. There's not many good games on the slate this weekend. Have you looked at the schedule? Yeah, I mean, you know, you, Bengals-Ravens is a good one. This is, this, is a, this is a slate where you go for a late brunch with the plus one. You don't mind. Good games are in the one o'clock window. I like that. Hey, babe, you know what? Let's go. Let's go for a walk to Central Park. Let's... What time? Four thirty. Hopefully, no overtime. Yeah. Because the only two games that are worthy of watching is Chiefs Titans, and then Bengals Ravens. My mom calls me today. <laughs> hey, babe, how are you? Love you, miss you, all nine. I'm like, hey, what's up, ma? I got two tickets, fifty yard line for the Giants, <laughs> front row. Do you want to go? I said, fuck that. Can't do it. Yeah. I'm not going to go. First of all, they're playing the Panthers. They don't even have McCaffrey. No McCaffrey. Right? Mm. Giants are also 1-5. Nah. Now, if the Giants are 4-1, and one, Panthers coming in, I'm in. If the, yeah. if the Giants were good, you'd go. I'd go if they were playing the Jaguars. But I'm not going to go there and just get frustrated. When I watch them, I get frustrated. It just angers me. I don't like to be angry. Em. I like to chill, lean back, relax, Fat Joe style. I, I... So I said no to my mom. Yeah. There's there's a couple of games there's like bad teams going up against each other which will probably make for good games, like <laughs> like to your point <laughs> like that will actually probably like I don't know do you think that they're gonna be a blow that's gonna be a blowout? I mean, what's there to expect from the Giants, right? It's yeah, just I always. Guess. But the the two games on the slate are Chiefs Titans and then Bengals Ravens, which is gonna be for first place in that division. If the Bengals win that game, they'll be in first place in that division. Let's go, man. I spotlighted them a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, I've been I've been all in on the Bengals for, for a while now. Actually, I lied. I got all on board with them after like the third or fourth game because their defense really impressed me. However, I was all in on the offense yeah, and yeah, Joe yeah. Burrow and all that. But I don't want to get away from the main talk, talking point, which to me is we've always mentioned – 10 of the last 11 NFL MVPs have been quarterbacks. The only one to win it, non-quarterback, was? Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. Had 2,000 yards. Narratives. Coming off a torn ACL. They made the wild card, did the Vikings. It was also a co-MVP, no? 
No, he won that. Was that was co-offensive player of the year? Was that? Did that happen? Am I going crazy? I, th- I think you might be. Okay. You might mind. be. You can, you can check that, but I'm pretty sure he won that by himself. Now, here's the thing. Do you think Derrick Henry can win MVP? Do you think he's an MVP candidate? Is it even right now? He's twenty-five to one. Pretty enticing odds. Yes. You I, say yes to no enticing odds. Right. I think he should be in the conversation, mm-hmm. but ultimately, I don't think he wins it. But I, I mean, it's tough. There's a lot of quarterbacks playing really well. You know, there's am a, I right? There's a lot of quarterbacks playing well, playing really well. That's the, I think to me is the issue. If it was if it was a quote unquote maybe down year, maybe, but it's still you know relatively early in the year, right? Mm-hmm. You know the Packers have only lost one game. You know I'm sure Rogers' numbers will improve. We still know what Brady's done. Your boy, your your boy Herbert had one bad game. Mm-hmm. Not the end of the world. And Lamar Jackson, by the way, has bursted onto the scene for the MVP as well. Yeah, he's definitely in, in the, the conversation. Oh, without a doubt. Considering all of the injuries they've had, he's there. <laughs> they have three. I don't know how old those running backs are. They oh, got, the, the 2016 th- Pro Bowlers. Sick. Yeah. Dude, it's like, you know, so it, I, I'm. it's tough. It's tough for me. I like the odds, 25 to 1. That's not a bad flyer, but why? Is that? No, because so my thing is if – if he continues this pace, which unless it's he gets hurt, there's no signs of this pace not continuing because we've seen this. Right? Yeah, he had two thousand yards last year. He led all running backs in in touchdowns. Only Devontae Adams had more touchdowns than him. However, as I pull up the odds for MVP right now, right, who would you say is the favorite per the WinBet app? Favorite should be Kyler Murray. And he is. Who's second? Second should be Josh Allen. Tied with? Patrick Mahomes. Dak Prescott. After that is Tom Brady. Then it's Herbert, Lamar, Stafford. And then Rodgers. Mahomes right now is 18 to 1. Yeah. Leads the league in touchdown passes. But, yeah, touchdown passes. Yeah, I don't know why I stumbled there. Derrick Henry. Right now, his stats, he is crushing it. If you took away his week one performance, the last five games alone, he'd still be the leading rusher in football. He has 783 (laughs) yards. He has 10 touchdowns. Long of 76 yards. He has 162 attempts. The next closest running back is Joe Mixon with 111. The craziest thing about Derrick Henry and Brandon Staley when the Washington football team played the Chargers week one, he gives out a game ball and he says, you know you have an elite guy when the other team knows who's going to get it and they can't stop it. He was talking about Keenan Allen on third down. Well, you know what the Titans want to do. Yeah. And they're actually using him as a runner, uh, as a receiving back now, too. Yeah. It's going to start picking up more momentum 
as they continue to win, and if they happen to upset the Chiefs this week, which they're a six-point underdog at home in Tennessee, mm-hmm. they've played each other the last couple of years tough, and even in the playoffs. Yeah. If this continues, I think it's going to pick up a lot of steam and momentum where you'll be hearing the talking points on TV. Well, if there's ever going to be a non-quarterback, why not Derrick Henry? Now, the downside is what you said with this conversation starting. There's a lot of quarterbacks playing well, bro. Yeah. I think you can make a strong case for all these dudes to be MVP. 100%. Kyler's undefeated, right? All of them also have had a bad performance. Yeah. We need to allow people to have a bad game. Of course. And when I when I tweeted out what I tweeted out, it wasn't even for Justin Herbert. It was for Lamar. It was for um, Brady when he played the Rams, right? It was for Dak against the Chargers where he didn't throw a touchdown. All these guys, uh, Derrick Henry week one against the Cardinals was a no-show. They yeah. got blown out. It was like 21 nothing. They, they, they didn't play him. All these guys have had bad performances. Josh Allen against Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I think the receivers being in and out of the lineup potentially all season could only help him. Though, though, I disagree a little bit. I think the receivers being on the field helps him even more. Helps him. But I'm, tra- I'm talking about in terms of narrative. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if like Julio and A.J. Brown miss a couple games, oh, he was there the whole time. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, but from a production standpoint, oh, of course. No, no, no. You need those yeah. guys out there. I'm like just that, thinking. That week that they played the Jets, I know he had, I mean, I have his numbers he right here. He had two touchdowns over 100 and some rushing yards. Right, right, right. And and I remember my, my take was uh, I think those wide receivers being out hurts them more than it helps. Right? Because. The whole idea of this offense in a in a in a perfect world is he's never gonna face an eight nine man box because you got Julio and AJ Brown on the outside. So when you take those guys away, you saw what happened with the Jets did. They're like, yo, we're just gonna let him get his yards, whatever, but no one else is gonna yeah. be us. Yeah. It's gonna be picking up a lot of steam, man, and he's I, he's different, bro. That's I, the best way to there's, there's never been a guy like him. Do you think they run away with the division? Because I, I, I don't know. I, I think the Colts are going to make a little run. The Colts had the hardest schedule. I know that was six weeks of any team. If you were following the Colts and if you were high on the Colts, especially when the whole Wentz injury happened, everyone was saying like if they could go like two and three right. or whatever it is, that's amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and what are they now? They're two and four. Yeah. I mean, look, I know but it doesn't sound that, great. But, yo, think about that that rough loss they had to Baltimore, dude. Yeah. 99% win probability with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. They had the ball also, and then they didn't pick up They didn't pick up the – oh, the guy missed the field goal. That's what it was. Blankenship was hurt. Remember he's on the sideline, and it looked like he was having a nervous breakdown? I think he's out now. And, yeah, now he's hurt. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be – it's going to be tough because that defense is really bad. And they lost two players. Caleb Farley got hurt. He tore his ACL, oh. and he's going to be out. And he was the guy who got drafted. He had a bad back. Came in with some injuries, too. A little bit of a reach, just like some of your draft picks in fantasy sometimes. Yeah. You know, you well, I mean, reaching. he was hurt, you know. He didn't play the whole year before. Yeah, but also it was that and the fact that he didn't he didn't play much because of injury history. I, 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 Wentz has been playing better over the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, can we give him some time to play eye, with yeah. like his teammates? He never played with those guys before. For sure, uh, Jonathan Taylor's looking every much every ounce of a stud that he kind of showed you yeah. at the end of last year. Um, 
I don't know. I I I. I if Derrick Henry wins wins the MVP, they probably need to win the division. Would you say, or do you think they can win the dual? They can't go like nine and eight. No, no, no. You know they, what I mean? They, they, they should. They're, so they're four and two. Big game right now against the Chiefs coming up. They would have to make the playoffs, and as long as they make the playoffs, if they're like a ten win team, yeah, they should be able to. And look, they their division is is awful. Houston and Jacksonville, those should be wins on their schedule still and they got to play those teams again so i think with derrick henry it's gonna start i'm telling you man if he has another monster game if he puts up another crazy 150 and three touchdowns and they beat the chiefs and they're five and two people are gonna start saying hey look we know all these quarterbacks are playing great but if not derrick henry who's gonna win mvp that's not a quarterback yeah they'll start talking it up yeah i wish you can like still make money on that even though he doesn't win and what i mean by that is like thinking of it as like the real stock market right so you know he what is he 20 you said 25 to 1 20 what if you can like invest money into him at 20 to 1 and then if his odds go to 10 to 1 you can sell it yeah you could how it's called prop swap you can actually do that got it i have tickets on some futures at like 120 to 1 odds that now are 40 to 1 odds I have some tickets that were 48 to 1 odds. Bills, Rams were 48 to 1 odds. And I bet that to be the Super Bowl because it was my Super Bowl pick on the show. Now it's like 18 to 1. Yeah. So if my payout was to be just to keep this, I put $100 on it, right? The payout comes out to 4,800. Now that payout would come out to 1,800. They can come to me and be like, hey, we'll give you $900 for your ticket right now. And I might be saying to myself, maybe, maybe yeah. I could sell it, get some money that, back. Yeah, that, I was thinking more of like like literally like a stock market situation. Well, it is. You, you, can, you can always cash out. Okay. Um, but at that point, like this is an issue that I have that people don't seem to understand with futures and props. It's all you I've noticed and it's not it's not like it's you in particular you're you're an example of this like you're very chalky you're you're like I'm going to go with Mahomes I'm going to go with the Bucks like you you like picking the favorites which is not a bad thing yeah I'm completely different if I'm going to give you're the bookie I'm the better hey man I want to bet $100 on this MVP you're going to take my money I've given you my money now it's in my account. It's left my possession. Yeah. It's at the sports book, and you've taken it, and you've given me a ticket. If I'm going to wait six to seven months, I'd rather take a stab at a Trey Young. For sure. 25 25. To one, Jason Tatum, 25 to 1, as opposed to Luka. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? The only reason I want to push back on you, and I agree with you, I am very much kind of chalky, but what I'll say is I'm not going to go chalky if it's plus 200. If it's a plus 600 favorite, right? then okay. Remember years past, we used to do D-generation bets, and the Patriots would be 6-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. And we would say, bet them now because come the playoffs, they're going to be plus 120. Plus one eighty. That's more of yes. yeah. yeah. But that, I hear I you. I hear you though. For but sure. But for the most part, with me, when I when I make futures bets, it's I'm not gonna bet the the Nets are the, a plus one twenty to have, be the top seed in the East. There's no value. No, I'd rather bet 
on the Hawks at 30 to 1. Yeah. Or the Knicks at 60 to 1. There's other ways to make money betting on the Nets. You don't have to bet on them that way for those odds. Exactly. There's, there's no yeah. there's no value there for you to make those bets. <sighs> Kyler. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. Listen up. Win Bet is now live in all these states. And the excitement of the win, Las Vegas, has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, Win Bet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your free risk $1,000 sports bet. Download the Win Bet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Hey man, we got super sidetracked when we started talking about the MVPs because it's it's become has it not become like the NBA MVP yeah. where every week we're talking about it and creating new storylines? Well, especially when you have a shitty slate like this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But tell me what you think about Chiefs Titans. Uh, that Chiefs defense is trash. I mean, I've been bro. saying Sorensen can't guard anybody. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they put Chris, is Chris Jones healthy? Man, it's been weird with him. Yeah. They got to put him back on the inside. I like the creativity of trying to get your best 11 on the field. Mm. At the same time, he makes way more of an impact on the inside. Yeah. Especially in this matchup, I think you got to put him on the inside if he plays. That's a fact. So, and Honey Badger, you know, as talented as he is, he's not the same player anymore. You know, he's getting up there in age, and, and, you know, he's just not the same player anymore. He's not the issue, but I'm just saying there are some big holes, and your boy Spags, I don't know, man. They were always good. Well, I don't want to say always. Can I tell good. you, as someone who knows him well, loves him, it's my guy. He is a guy who eventually his system grows stale and gets exposed. Got it. Now, he's always successful when he's a perfect guy to go to your team to turn it around quickly. There's not a lot of guys like that, but three, four years down the line. Because when you come in with such a blitz-heavy system and approach, what happens is, one, it throws off all your tendencies, so teams can't use that against you, right? Teams know, all oh, your blitz rate on third down is 28%, but now all of a sudden it's 60% because I have a new coordinator, right? Eventually, teams start catching on to that, and I think what happens with Spagnola is... Now teams know his tendencies with the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Whereas when he first got there, that's why year one conference championship game and Super Bowl and then even last year too. Eventually it grows stale. They also don't have the same amount of players that they had before on those on those runs too. Like Breland was really, really good for them. Yeah. And he's not there anymore. Though he was a journeyman prior to getting there. It's just eventually a gross sale. But you're right. Yo, Tyron Matthews has had two ACL surgeries. Had a back issue too, but he's a playmaker though, and he still makes plays. He had yeah. a pick six against uh, Lamar a couple of weeks ago. I guess I'm just saying it's not the same. This is not going to be the same matchup from um, a couple years ago. It's not because now A.J. Brown is a full-blown wide receiver one, and they have Julio Jones too. Yeah. And and Derrick Henry is the same guy he was then too, Yeah. right? And now Tannehill is no longer the Mariota replacement. He's a franchise quarterback. Yeah. So they've kind of come into their own in a sense. Yeah. 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 I think this Titans team is better now than th those teams that went on the run 
to the AFC, AFC title. They had a lead in that game, though, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they jumped out to a 10 nothing lead. Yeah. And then I in-gamed them when we were in South Beach, baby. Gave all that money to 11, though. It was quiet. Um, did I, what, who do you have? Who do you... I could see the, the Titans covering, but I think the Chiefs ultimately win. That's where I'm leaning also in uh, my mega contest. Right now, I have the Titans catching six and a half at the time that I got it. Yeah, Chiefs haven't covered a game since Nam. Yeah. They're like 2-15 and 15 against the spread. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, I mean, it's not terrible, but... No, well, I mean, they, the defense is terrible. They find ways to win, but their defense is going to keep other teams in games. Yeah. So... And and also you can't kick field goals against them. That Eagles, I'm not gonna get over that Eagles cover, bro. They covered against the Eagles, and the Eagles kicked four field goals. Yeah, so you can't do that against them. You have to go for it. See what the Chargers did. You, that's the only way that you could beat teams like that. Yeah. So the one thing that I'm really looking at imp over here is that offensive line with the Chiefs still looks iffy bro yeah joe dooney didn't practice this week so far at the time of recording this is thursday he was their big free agent acquisition and mahomes is still running a lot for my liking and do you think he's like up to is he like running i think he's healthy i think i've mentioned it like yeah. do you think the turf toe is no no nah, nah, i think at this point do you, or sorry to cut you off but do you think it's a mental thing like the offensive line has just been so bad that 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 the clock in his brain is maybe I call it the Sam Darnold, the Sam Darnold yeah. effect. The offensive line is so bad, you're drop your eyes and you leave the pocket right away. It it could be, it could be. Granted, he's leading the sorry, yeah. he's leading the NFL in touchdowns. Yeah, so it's like, man, they need some some sense of a running game too. They got it a little bit with with Darrell Williams last week. Yep, but. I think I think this offensive line still scares me a little bit for the Chiefs. You know they're actually the favorite to win the division despite not you know, they're in third right now. I mean Raiders big win last week too. Yeah. So Chargers on a bye. Ah. Uh, this is the first like big bye week. I believe there's six teams that have bye. Got it. So we have the bye week teams are as my computer just reloaded. Uh refreshed. Reloaded? Reloaded works Reloaded, too, right? Yeah. Bills, Cowboys, Jaguars, Chargers, Vikings, Steelers. Yeah. So, uh, um, you're going with the Chiefs? To Chiefs to win, but I do think the Titans cover. Yeah, I think I think I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Though I do think the Titans are live too. I think the line, the Titans could definitely win this game outright. Yeah. Um, I would rather bet them to win outright than bet them against the the point spread. Got it. So I think this might ultimately be a dog or a pass for me, like against the spread. Got it. Because I think if the game stays close with Derrick Henry running the ball, keeping keeping the ball out of Mahomes' hands, you always hear those about yeah, yeah. really good quarterbacks. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs though. Yeah. The game I'm the most excited for him. No bullshit is Ravens Bengals. I don't blame you. Even with the Bengals being bad the last couple of years, five and five against the spread. Their last ten games. What that means is these games come down to the wire. They're pretty close when they play each other. Fun fact: Lamar's first start in the NFL against the Cincinnati Bengals. He came in for your boy Flacco. Joe Flacco got hurt. I'll never forget that year. Lamar came in. Yeah, they they ran the Joe Flacco offense with Lamar Jackson. And yeah. They figured, and they couldn't figure out why the guy couldn't complete a pass. Yeah. <laughs> 
look at who the quarterback was yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they obviously fixed the scheme in the offseason, and then he wins MVP. So, um, You know what else the Ravens have done over the last couple of years that has really – we always talk about copycat leagues. What? Their backup is a Lamar Jackson prototype or clone. What's his name? Hunley? But even prior to that, it used to be uh, RG three. RG three. Tyler Huntley, yeah, right. It used to be RG three. It used to be the kid from Penn State who was the quarterback with uh, McSorley. McSorley. But it's a guy who's mobile. You can't have Eli Manning be the or Ben Roethlisberger be the backup to Lamar, and you shouldn't have Lamar be a backup to those dudes because it's a completely different skill set. You know 100%. what I don't understand? Why is Joe Flacco the backup in Philly? Veteran presence in the locker room, but he's if if something <laughs> happens to Jalen Hurts, you're not running the same offense there. Yeah, no, you're right. So why it's it's a weird like Daniel Jones? Why is Mike Glenn in the backup? I guess because they see those I get guys the veteran as, presence, but maybe they're an improvement over a mobile guy that they could have had. Like they're they're weighing their options. Okay, we can get a mobile guy as a backup, but how much worse is he than you know this pocket quarterback? That's a fair. It's assessment. almost as if you're forcing. I under, I completely agree with what you're saying. I just also think it may have to happen kind of naturally in a mm. way, or like try not to force it. Don't force it. Yeah, you're gonna force. You know, I can't. I can't even think of a bum scrambling quarterback right now. <laughs> uh, Mark Brunel, he was a great backup to Sanchez. The he was a great stroking backup. lefty. Uh, Lamar, my guy th- went to an AFC title game with the Jags, though. We better put some respect on his name. Lamar's thirty-eight and five as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Or something like That's that. the most uh, uh, most wins ever under twenty-five. They they are so deadly running the ball, like it is ridiculous how good they are, um, and that's what they're gonna want to do. And that's what they're going to continue to want to do. And you look at this team coming in right now. The Ravens are fourth in total rushing yards in the NFL. And the Bengals on defense, Imp, where would you say they are as a rushing defense? Top 10. Top 12? They are 10th. Yeah. That hasn't changed much since I did the since I spotlighted them a couple of weeks ago, yeah. I don't think. Their defense... They really impressed me the last two weeks, the Bengals did. They lose close, gut-wrenching loss to the Packers. Shows to me you could go up against a big dog and hold your own and even win that game, right? Yeah. And then last week you play the Lions, who I was talking to one of my guys who is a professional better in Vegas. You know, we got some connects now. He goes, hey, the Sharps are on the Lions. I was like, yeah? He's like, yeah, the th- that hook, man, that hook, because it was three and a half. 28 nothing or 27 whatever it was yeah i text him after i was like yeah so much i'm sharps sometimes you're wrong i get it of course i was not on that because i think we like numbers not teams but sometimes the team is so bad yeah but and it was, the, and we were also dealing with some injuries too right and it was the emotion of the loss to the vikings and then that press conference from from dan campbell, campbell. but i think this bengals team is legit i think my hot take was that they weren't going to finish last in that division i know it's not saying much but it's also from how good it was three playoffs teams last year in this division. Yeah. And for them not to finish last. And look, Joe Burrow. Yo, is Joe Burrow not number one draft pick for a dude you want to go get a beer with? Swag. Swag king. Dude. Yo. Like I said, the perfect balance of like humble and cocky, uh, but great leader at the same time. Like 
It's a great mix. I can't really. He strikes me as a dude that like if a girl comes up to him at a bar, he'll be like, yeah, here's my man over here. Like just like put you on. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. Good. good you're right. Good. Good. Just Matt cool, Go get a beer like, guy. Yo, when he won the national championship and he was smoking the cigar, just just seems like a mad cool dude. When he did the burrow, spelled it as the LSU. Yeah. The, like, the go. Man. Um, the go Tigers, right? Yeah. 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 Give me a quick top five guys. Do you want to get a beer with in the NFL? Ooh, I think Joe Burrow won. Yeah, yeah. You know who I wouldn't want to get a beer with? Russell Wilson. Yes. What the fuck was that pregame thing? Yo, he was only doing that because it was national TV. It had to be, right? Yeah. He's not doing that on a one o'clock. One o'clock? Against the, against the fucking <laughs> the Jaguars. <laughs> no He's way. not doing that. Yeah, it's Sunday Night Football. There's, yeah. He knows everyone's watching. He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. Joe Burrow, number one. I'd want to get a beer with Rodgers. Yeah. Rodgers would probably be like, come on, man. You're not going to finish that, you Quarterbacks. Bitch. You have to go quarterbacks. Yeah, we're going quarterbacks. Um, I wouldn't want to get a beer with, like, Justin Herbert. Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh He's Allen probably him. just chugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert is, like, mad. He's mad nerdy. He's, like, a biochem major. He doesn't, like, hang out. He only loves football. I like it. Love From, it. Uh, if I host but, my like, team. I'm not trying to chill with you, dog. You, you can't even drink beer with Brady. You got to drink avocado. Yeah, I'm not drinking with Brady either. Matt Ryan, no. Big Ben. Big Ben, yeah. He probably is, like, he's, like, super frat star. I think I would like to get a drink with Cam. I know he's not in the league now, but Cam will probably be. Let like, you wear one of his hats? One of the hats and just, like. <laughs> Cut jokes on you, but he probably like school you with some game too. Yeah, he, big cigar guy. Yeah. Um, What's your five? So I got I got Burrow, Rogers, Josh Allen, Big Ben, and and uh, who's the guy we just mentioned? Oh, oh Cam, Cam. Uh, Rogers is up there. I also think Lamar Jackson is up there. Ooh, yo, you know who probably gets like soup? You know who strikes me as someone that gets super wasted like quick? <laughs> Jameis Winston. <laughs> I feel like Winston has like three beers. Yo, I don't know like, how much alcohol was in this. Yeah. He's like, I'll just stop the story. Remember when he's like, yo, my trainer told me something? He's like, man, what my trainer told me? <laughs> he said, just be prepared. Um, yeah, Rogers, Josh Allen's up there. Um, Derek Carr, no. Nah. Mad, uh, no, no, I don't even want to get into that. Um, I think drinking with Dak would be cool. Yeah. Taylor Heineke. Did oh. you see the video of him shotgunning the beer in yeah, the XFL? Yeah, 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 yeah. That and guy. also the the name too just fits. Heineken. Yo, what about Baker? Oh. Kind of seems like a lightweight. That's <laughs> Matt Small. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm five nine. I'm calling him small. Uh, definitely Big Ben. Um, you know who I would want to go to the club with? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G, baby. Matt Hot. Matt Hot. Matt, Matt Rich. Good looking. Yeah. Matt Bottles. Matt Bottles. Standing uh, on couches. Uh, I think, yeah. I think so yeah. we got two guys, though, in this game that we would want to have a beer with. So you know what that means. You got to drink a beer during the game. We do. We do. How um, do you think this game plays out, though? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens win by double digits. Like a comfortable like, sort of like, yo, know, we're still here kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, like a statement game. Ooh, I like this. this Maybe is, an alternate nice spread, nine and a half, oh. ten and a half, thirteen and a half. I mean, I know it sounds like a lot, but what's the spread as a whole right Six. now? It's like no man's land. I like that take of them coming in there and stepping on their I throws. I think it's, uh, yeah, playing Bengals so well. feeling themselves to maybe get humbled a little bit. Yeah. I think the Ravens are just again. 
I was a little bit higher on them than everyone than the rest of the group earlier on, and I just it's a, they're a machine, man. You know, they have a gray head coach. Their running backs are interchangeable. It doesn't matter who it is. It's clear. You know what I mean? Lamar is your running game in a sense too. Yeah. Three different running backs scored a touchdown last week for them. Hollywood is making plays now. Like you, he's we, becoming more of a complete wide yes. receiver. We were talking about it. I was talking about. I was thinking. I was talking to your boys. Your Shane Jackson from Bet. Yeah, 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 from One Bet. Shouts to Shane. You were talking about everyone has had a bad game, and you spotlighted the Lions game. And I agree, it wasn't a great Lamar game. But what he reminded me of, and it's true, they the dropped drops. a bunch of balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah, make yeah. his life any easier. So, you know those. The, and you should you should think of them as a team that's only going to get better receiving because they're going to get their first round pick. He played last week. Bateman, four, four passes. Going to get Sammy Watkins back. Your boy, yeah, no, that's uh, your boy. Bateman is nasty. Bateman is nice. Uh, Lewis Riddick was 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 praising him up. He was he visited the Ravens during training camp and during the off season or whatever, and he said it was. He said he said just by watching, everyone knew it's clear he was the best receiver on the field. And again, you got Hollywood Brown, who's not the you know. You know, it's electric, and you have Sammy Watkins, who's a vet. So, um, no, nah, but he's becoming more of a complete wide receiver. Yo, you know who this is gonna sound like a take? He reminds me of lot, a lot of that year that Tyree Kill became a real number one wide receiver. Remember the first like two years, he was a punt returner in the beginning, punt returner, end rounds, maybe one deep throw yeah, here yeah, and yeah. there, yeah. and then halfway through year two into the first Mahomes season. He became a jump ball guy, uh, Steve Smith with speed. Carolina yeah. Panthers Steve Smith, right? It seems like Hollywood now is becoming more of a complete wide receiver. Like that year that Tyreek took the next step with Pat Mahomes is what I see now. Yeah. And Mark Andrews, bro, was a huge disappointment last year. Yeah, and flopped. He's, and he's, he's balling, balling too. out now. He said, and, must start this week, National Tight Ends Day. And you have to give credit to their defensive coordinator, Wink Nightingale. Martindale. Nightingale? Martindale? I can't remember his last name. But, I mean, he's just getting a lot of praise for it. They're dealing with some injuries. And he's doing a great job of, of just creating pressure, making it seem like there's pressure, showing blitz, backing off, um, just doing a really great job of confusing people, uh, you know, from the defensive perspective. Granted, and then they're missing guys. Um, and, and, you know, now there's whispers of him maybe getting a head coaching job in the offseason. So a lot of credit to the defense as well, um, specifically that coordinator. And, you know, you know what you're going to get hardball. It's a great coach, a great team, not going to make mistakes. Um, I, I think I think it's, uh, you know, earlier to what I said, I think it's a, it's a, it's a statement game. Um, and then we'll see if the Bengals can bounce back. They bounced back from the close loss. Can they bounce back for maybe getting – no, losing by two touchdowns. Getting a foot up your ass. Let's see how. Let's see how you. Let's see how you. Your resiliency now. Yo, I can't front. This was a great take by you, and it makes sense because we've seen the Ravens do this too. So, you know, they they know this is a team that they know. It's a division team, and also you got to be looking at them right now as the AFC North is currently constructed. That's the team that's going to be going neck and neck with you moving forward. I think because. Baker's not going to be... I got a hot take for you. Bro, that was a strong take that you made a couple weeks ago. Some people have been stealing the takes, too. I got a hot take for you. I think Case Keenum's going to ball out tonight. Wow. I do. I think Odell's going to have like... I think Odell's going to have two touchdowns. Let's go. I might play him in captain on DraftKings. And I'll tell you this. (laughs) 
TV tomorrow morning. Is there a quarterback controversy in Cleveland? I'm telling you. Because uh, Case Keenum, say what you want about the guy, he's not bad. He's a he's probably one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. Not saying much. Oh, what about this too? Oh, no, no. He was gone by then. I was going to say his ties to Minnesota was Stefanski, but that's when Pat Shermer was there. And Pat Shermer became the head coach of the Giants. But he knows Keenum. Yeah. Stefanski knows Keenum. Yeah. So with the injury to Baker and the shoulder and he's in the sling and... So this is going to be after the fact. I'm going to clip this. Have it have it on deck. Just in case. Because there's going to be some crystal ball shit. If You're right. Though, a lot out. of people were trying to steal the Baker take. Yo. Of was, the contract was, and the... Nah, but also oh, about the, like it's... Cleveland only is embracing him because it's been so bad. That was a beautiful take, strong yeah. take. So you're going with the Ravens blowout? <clears throat> I mean, I would. I don't know if uh, I, to me a blowout is like 17 points, right? I think if they win by 10, it's not a blowout. Yeah, uh, but I do think it's to, it's 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 a double digit nah, but, win. But you know, like I should rephrase that because I I can see this game playing out as. Garbage touchdown by Burrow to make it a seven-point game, but the game ends right, and then they just kick off to the Ravens and they the game's over. But it's what I mean by blowout is they're not going to be tested throughout the whole game. Yeah, they're, they're, I know exactly what you're trying to say. Like how Arizona last week when they played, they yeah. played uh, they played the Browns. Yeah, like they were in full control of that Contr- game from in start control to of the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, the Raiders, another one. The Raiders were up. The uh, it was it was thirty-one ten. Going into the fourth quarter, and then the final score was like 34-24. It looks a lot closer. But if you watch the but game. If you watch the game, yeah. it wasn't. So I could see that. Yo, you swung me on. Uh, I was going to put the Bengals in the. If it gets a six and a half in the mega, I'm going to do it. That's a good number, you know? But six, I'm going to leave it as is. I'm going to leave it as is. Yo, can I ask you something? Last thing? Because it has to do with this team. You've seen a lot of kicker issues. Across the board. They're going to start. You're going to ask me about going for two? Yeah. I mean, you should have been going for two for a while now. Would you trade like a second round pick for Justin Tucker right now if it was available? If I'm a good team? Say you are the super hypothetical, not rumored, right? You're the Chargers. You're the you're the Cowboys. Yo, Zerline has had some issues. Yeah, the leg. You're, you're, oh, Crosby bounced back. But you're a team that's a contender. But you don't trust your court. You yeah. don't trust your kicker for extra points. And the Ravens, and the Ravens are one in five, right? And they're like, yo, Justin Tucker's available. They're not going to sign him next year. Yeah, he's available for a second round pick. Would you? It's a kicker we're talking about now. Maybe a third. Yo, I feel like I would do it. So here's the thing. What's like the earliest you take a kicker in the draft? And 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 the, these two these things are not correlated. I'm just asking you a question. Like when like when is it like okay to take a kicker? Well, the dude that used to play at FSU, Aguayo. <laughs> what happened to him? Yo, he's out the league. I know, but he was the greatest <laughs> college kicker of all time. And the Bucks took him in the second round because remember the Bucks had all those kicker issues. Yeah. And dude got let go like after a season. Me personally, I wouldn't draft a kicker at all. However, knowing what I know about Justin Tucker, <laughs> I know it's weird. Right? No, it's, good, it's a good it's a, knowing <laughs> what I know about Justin Tucker. I think I would do it, bro. I would do it. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, because you got a guy that can hit a 60, 66 yarder? 66? Six, yeah, 67? Whatever. But just bombs, bro. And just. If I'm like a win now team, like a like a Rams, like if it's the window is right now, yeah, but not a second round pick, like a third. I put my foot down. Nah, if you're if day you're, three, if you're a team legit, I think the Chargers are a perfect example of this. Like you're a team that's four and two, and you don't trust your kicker for extra points, not even extra points, bro. It, it's sad to say, as good as the Chargers have looked, I I wouldn't classify them as a win now team. Right, I agree. As good as they as good as 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 they look, the defense still has, has so there's some question marks. Bro, me and you could run for 100 yards against them. So, it seems like I hear what you're saying. I would I would just say it needs to be a little bit more of a you I know was, like a Bucks. Yo, yeah, because I was watching I was watching their um I was watching the Ravens game last week when they were playing the Chargers, and I was looking at how bad the kicking situation is for the Chargers, and then I was looking at the Ravens. I'm like, damn, son, just knowing you have Justin Tucker gotta be like such a relief, you know. And just the trust. And your offense, too. Your offense stalls. You know you're going to get points, right? Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to kick field goals. But ultimately, Once you cross points. pretty much the 40. Yeah. And and just I'm just think, sitting there thinking like, hey, man, would I give up a, a draft pick for Justin Tucker right now? And I was like, yo, I, th- I think I would give a second round. A second round pick. <laughs> yo, kickers are football players, too, bro. I mean, I would say they're so much more important now if you are going to be kicking extra points. It's like 35-yard kick. You still shouldn't miss them. You what? You say under 40, right? Under 40, you shouldn't miss. I don't think you should. Like, what should your percentages be from under 40? 95. <clears throat> and then up? over 50, you should be like 85 or higher. Really? Yeah, I, I, I really think so. Yeah. yeah. I'm asking you to hit a 40-yard a field goal, which you're kicking that ball from the 30-yard line, Right. Like that's where the holder is going to be holding the ball. It's on the thirty. the The ball, the line of scrimmage will be the twenty three yard line. You're seven yards back. Yeah. Right. And then the ten, and then for, the the ten for the end zone. Madden. You shouldn't shots to Madden. You shouldn't. You shouldn't miss under that. Yeah. No. I mean that's fair. As well, I, yeah. Third round pick. <laughs> I can't do it. Yo, where can they find you? Uh, I M P Y seven one eight on Twitter and Instagram. At Nick Day is 10 is where you can find me. Twitter, Instagram. Got a big announcement coming up for Veterans Minimum in the coming weeks. Yo. Join the... I haven't told you either. I'll, I'll, I'll show you after because it's it's ready right now, but it's just you know not for the public. But a boom, boom. Uh, Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. $10 tier or higher for the month of October. You'll be eligible for a free NFL replica helmet. We are giving away a helmet. So check that out. You can catch next week's episode, Sports Red Flags with Dylan. Nice. That's up there, too. And we'll catch you guys next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.